0: Hello Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, book four. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at Blake.
1: Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metal Weave Games supplement Baby Beastery. Finn is the trainer of Ceruleus, a blue
2: guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grim, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Grey, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard.
0: You can also find the show on Twitter, at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon, at patreon.com slash Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. This guy walks you up to this destroyed house. Hand off the dagger at this point. Well, my name's Kondivus. I guess you'd say a Lieutenant around here in this little group of ours. And we've got a problem we're trying to fix. You see, after the withering, well, not even after before the withering, even, really things started to change around here. After the withering, it just accelerated, let's say. Emotions round to The half-elves that are here in the group. You know, some of us started getting sick. Not everybody made it. Those who did, let's just say it changed their perspectives a little bit. And Earl. Earl Earl. The guy. Guys. The Earls. Collectively. Haven't quite been the same since. They're getting... They're losing their grip. Let's say. They're fixated on maintaining something they used to know. I'm sure the loss of Count Duchess was part of it. But Kantos, Owan, some others. And as he's looking around at you, Darvin, you, Aranus, he hasn't quite been the same, let's just say. And one here. Olvan here. Well, some say she used to favor this city. And we can tell you that's not the case anymore. In between her losing interest in the city and Earl potentially losing his mind, who's to say, <sighs> we're not really a fan of the changes. Part of it, big part of it, is that column over there, emotions over. Magic. Yeah, well, the lights are nice. Pretty lights. But city can't just be fun. Can't just be masks. Everybody trying to become the next Contos. The next ol' one. It's all just for show anyways. I mean, we'd like to make some changes. Starting with. Motion's over. That column there. Might just be better if it got turned off. What do you think?
2: I don't think you know it. But you stumbled into the exact right group of people.
0: Condivis <laughs> <laughs> looks around. It's Finnegan looks at Darwin. Is that so? You all interested then?
2: In a sense. <laughs> First, let me tell you what I know. The reason your earls aren't the same is because there's no original to copy from anymore. Because he's dead.
0: Well, better dead alive, he's still here. Well, and he still rules here. the city.
2: The copies are here.
0: <clears throat>
2: and they're doing their best, but as you say, losing their grip.
0: Potato-potato. Well, he doesn't say potato-potato. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a little too late. that uh, eh, maybe it does. Six one, half a dozen the other, really. You know, if they're not the real or if the original or whatever is gone, doesn't make him any less in charge.
2: No, I'm not saying it takes away their authority.
0: Mm.
2: I'm saying that, like, if you make a copy of a copy copy gets poorer. <laughs> the quality goes down.
0: Okay. Was there anything more,
2: um, Arnus? What's your plan?
0: Mm-hmm. We're working on it. We're nearly ready. I'm quiet, though. It's time. It takes time. Materials to prepare. But the short answer is motions over to the column again. I crack up there. Magic leaks out from, and fog leaks out from, everything else. Well, can't be an unending supply, right? Plans to just turn that leak into a flood, and just let it wash away.
2: As a sorry sidebar, Shannon sidebar, you said that the light coming from there is green, right?
0: Yeah, at least here green. it is. It, it can be any color really, but. Since this is less by design, it's more of its natural color.
2: Green. Like a bulb.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. 100%.
2: Okay. Okay, we're back in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Can't be an uninsuple. You don't know what you're dealing with, do you? We know enough. Because I think you are vastly underestimating how much power you would need to get all of the magic sucked out of there.
0: Well, like I said, I don't think we're there just yet. Soon. Question is, do you want to be a part of this?
2: Well, there's the tricky bit. We have our own mission here that's not necessarily that, though that could be a part of it.
0: What are you here for?
2: We're here to free all the Earl Earls.
0: And what, release them into the wild or something? What do you mean, free the Earl Earls? <laughs>
2: how do you think they keep making
0: copies? Magic. That's why we're going to put a stop to it.
2: Mm. Well, I mean, it's a little bit of that, but mostly <laughs> it's because they're changelings.
0: Well, they look like the Earl to us.
2: Do you know how being a changeling works?
0: <laughs> I haven't met any myself. Born and raised here in Earl.
2: You've met a bunch of them. They're all Earl Earl.
0: (laughs) Well, that doesn't really align with what I know of changelings, but if that's how they work, then that's how they work. They all look like Earl. It's not much of a change.
2: (laughs) In this case, they look like Earl. That is not their natural state. They are being enslaved and forced to take on that form. Held there by the elven water. Oh, this, this mist that's that's all around. Yeah, it's keeping them in that form.
0: Okay, so you want to put a stop to it, too, then?
2: Yeah, but I don't know that your way is the way to go about it.
0: Well, do you have a better idea?
2: You're talking about destroying the bulb at the bottom of the city?
1: They're not talking about destroying the bulb. They're talking about letting all the fog out. They haven't even mentioned the bulb.
0: All the magic out, about, not just the fog. They're talking about letting
2: the magic out.
0: D magic the whole column, whether that's Destroying the bulb, turning off the bulb, depowering, I don't know. This guy, at least, Condivus, doesn't necessarily know that it's coming from a bulb. Hmm. So, do you want to join us, or are you doing your own thing here? Because we've got a plan. With or without you, we'll see it through.
2: At this point, I look to Finnegan and Darvin and just say, I feel like I'm flailing. Help. <laughs>
1: I honestly don't know. I'm, I just don't know what to say. Okay. I mean, that's
2: kinda of where I'm at too. Like I like there's there's part of me that wants to help them and think that like this could kind of be a good plan, but at the same time, I know that they are woefully unaware of how to how a bulb works. But they might be useful to us. That's kind of what I'm thinking too, but I'm like, I don't even know how to direct their energy in a way that's going to help.
0: Right. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Cadavis is asking if you want to join their group on a temporary basis or a permanent basis. That could be more up to you. But this group has a plan. They've got an agenda. And they don't feel you're a threat to that agenda yet. So they want to know if you want to be a part of it.
1: Okay. This is what Finnegan's going to say. He's going to say, Oi, have you fully thought out exactly what eliminating all this magic from this town would do. I mean, it seems as if it's doing a lot of important things for your town. It's it's providing your powers, it's providing your light, it's providing your temperature control. All of this is quite important when you're living in a hole in the middle of the winter belt. Without any of it, do you not risk all dying from freezing.
0: There's other ways to keep warm. There are people who know magic. In the city.
2: You're going to put that into place first? So that nobody freezes in the meantime?
0: Well, if we put it into place first, it would sure look like we're about to do something.
1: Might I oppose a second idea? And that is, our original plan when we came in here were to eliminate your Earl problem, to to free them and, and return them to their natural changeling states, therefore removing all of your government in, in, in the town, can't you then use that as an opportunity to change your town without having to eliminate the column the way you see it and then further research the best way to eliminate it that's a little less drastic?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, roll Persuasion Finnegan. It's a good
2: it's the idea. the last
0: thing I should ever be rolling.
2: I know. But it's, it's smart, what you're saying.
0: It's a plausible alternative. It's an eighteen.
2: Hmm.
0: Condavis says, "Ah, well, sounds like you're a little hesitant to join us." And if what you say about your plan is accurate, you know, you're going to remove the earls from the city. It could work. I certainly worry about a power vacuum, but it could work. I'm exactly a fan of what they're using the column for right now. It was much simpler when I was younger. It would be nice to get back to that, yes. But I'd rather no column than what we have now. So how about this? We'll prepare. We'll be ready to act. If you succeed, maybe we won't need to. We've been patient. We've been working on this for a while now. We can wait a little bit longer.
1: long. Hey, before we move on, if you, can you clarify for me? Y- y'all are very against the column. And I understand it's got magical powers and, and abilities that are hard for me to comprehend exactly what it's doing. But it seems beyond what it's doing to the changelings to be rather tame in what it's doing. Can you explain to me why you're so against it?
0: Hmm. You did well in your previous role, so I don't think you need to roll on this one. Though. Can she he'll just answer you here. Well, I think the simple answer is that it's not so much the Column as it is what it represents, and that's the misuse of it by Earl, we assume anyways. <sighs> and the absence of here. We always assume that it was she who kind of tempered Earl, or kept him focused on what's good for the city.
1: I So you're saying you have a problem with the
0: gods? Mostly with Olwenir. I haven't really experienced... Any of the other ones. At least not in such a direct fashion.
1: Oh, it seems like you all are in a very important crossroads in your journey as a group here. If only there was a god to step forward and offer an image of what a good god can do for the people. For if you don't receive that example, you might turn to any empty tomb and search for guidance.
0: Well.
2: you have given me a cue. Is that what you're doing? (laughs)
0: see him T and R in a right there.
1: Finnegan's just talking into the void.
0: <laughs> hey, if you want the void to come back.
1: No. Nope. No voids. But purposely choosing those words for a purpose. Yeah. No,
0: no, definitely. Condivus says, well, we don't have such an example. And from what I've seen lately, no gods are really going to come down here and do anything about it. So. Is that so? Yeah.
2: I'm going to take off my mask. Mm-hmm. I feel like we maybe got off on the wrong foot here. So let me take about six steps back and actually introduce myself. My name is Ernest Gray. I am the God of Rebellion. It's nice to meet you.
0: <laughs> God of Rebellion, you say? He looks around to his group. God of Rebellion, he says. I've heard the name. Didn't come with the face before. How do we know you are who you say you are?
2: Frankly, you don't. <laughs> I've tried you to did... prove it to people before.
0: <laughs> heal their withering lady.
2: <gasps> oh shit.
0: Yeah, there's there's a half elf or two in there you could try to heal if you wanted to.
2: Right. Okay. Hang on. New things to say. Scratch all that. <laughs> I'm still gonna say frankly you don't. <laughs> I don't know who you are who you say you are. Frankly, you don't. But I do notice that a lot of you are, or that a few of you are still suffering from the Withering. Yes? Yeah. If I may, I'd like to do something about that.
0: Such as? Heal it. This I gotta see. Go ahead and give it a shot. <laughs> We've heard this before.
2: Okay. Anyone who wants to step forward. I mean, one at a time, but...
0: Right,
1: right. Sure. You know you've been practicing doing things in mass, too. You could try and do more than one if you want.
2: Yeah, he's got a lot of rebellious charges. I'm worried.
0: (laughs) Oh, I've got...
2: Seven. To my ten.
0: Oh, I'm looking at the wrong page here. I do. I do have seven. I need to try to turn the page. I do have seven. Yeah. Okay. I think one's going to step forward first. What's her name? Nadia okay she stands up she moves forward not too slowly the weathering slows down maybe a little bit but not she's not limping along she's certainly got marks of it all over her arms and face more underneath her clothing that you cannot see and Um, she looks at you and she says yeah we've heard this before but unless you think it's going to kill me go ahead and give it a shot
2: and for this I'm not messing around I want to cast regenerate (laughs) on her And so that's what I do.
0: Regenerate. I think this is the one we used before, right? Mm Mm-hmm. This is the seventh level spell.
2: Yeah, this is the crazy one. It's like Mm -hmm. the way unnecessary one.
0: Are you spending any divine charges here? No. Okay. (laughs) Let me look at my rebellious spells here real quick. Hmm. 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 Well, I had seven to spend
2: trying to earn some cred with some people. God, I was just fucking it up.
0: Now I've got five. God damn it. No, no, no.
2: Can I change my mind? No, let him do his thing. No, no, no. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> because you're fine. You're fine.
0: I have these things for fun, not to be an ass.
2: You're fine. You're fine. I said no. I committed to it. You go. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> Regenerate takes, oh, it takes a minute. This is an involved spell. Verbal, there's somatic, there's material. Are you playing M to cast this spell?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have to.
0: Okay. I mean I think Nadia is a little taken aback when you say, like, let me do something about that, and then you pull out a loop <laughs> and start playing a song. But Just as go the magic it, Nadia,
2: it'll be alright.
0: <laughs> as the magic emanates from you and washes over her and through her. It's a little bit different than when you healed Cyril of this. It's washing over her like waves. Like the music is water flowing from you. The waves come in and hit her. And they pull back. And then they hit her. And then they pull back. They hit her and they pull back. And with each wave, a little bit of that withering disappears. And a little bit of that withering disappears. But as the waves come back and they pull back towards you some of those markings appear on your arms and on your face and Nadia is healed and you've got a few bony mole patches on you now. They're not inhibiting you in any way. It's just you've pulled some of the visual of it onto yourself. This is me spending two charges to create minor manifestations on the caster. Mm. And that is you pulling some of that back to you. And everybody is surprised, in awe. It's more than they've seen before. She smiles and turns her hand and flexes it with ease. You weren't kidding. I guess we owe you, huh? No. Not in an accusatory way at all, just like gee G-thanks. Like, sorry, not gee thanks Like, you know, a sincere thanks. And we'll return the favor in a way we can, or at least not even. Condivis is very pleased to see this. Well, maybe you are who you say you are.
2: Just to be clear, I didn't do that to get something out of you. I did it because I can. Because I should. I don't expect anything in return.
0: Okay, well, you don't have to expect it, but if you find yourself in need of some assistance, we're here.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Now then. Condivus' offer to join them is still on the table, but if you do all just want to go off and do your own thing, it's fine. As far as being like a positive representation of what a god can do, you've made headway there, certainly. But yeah, it's pretty much up to the three of you right now. Do you go in more with this group, or do you pull back and do your own stuff?
1: I'm... I see the pros of joining them because then we can ensure that whatever they do with the bulb is safe. Um, I'm hesitant to get off course with our goal.
0: Mm -hmm. Understandable. Darvin, how are you feeling? I agree. It feels like it could take extra time. Mm -hmm. So are we still on the let's go get some new masks and walk down to the greenhouse? I mean, kind of. Okay. So, you've successfully healed Nadia. You've pulled some of the visual aspects of the withering to yourself. And Condivus is now offering everybody a chance to join them. Help them out in their cause. In turn, they would probably help you out as well. Or, you can go your separate ways, and they will not be actively working against you in any fashion.
1: I mean, I think, whether we help them or not, we still have to deal with the Earl issue. and. I think if we deal with the Earl issue, it gives them the ability to deal more subtly with the giant glowing elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Because I'm really concerned about just like them shutting it down or blowing it up or letting it loose, resulting in seriously bad things.
0: (laughs) Well, the plan isn't to blow it up. That's for sure.
1: Yes, but as we know, when it comes to bulbs, blowing it up tends to just kind of happen. <laughs> Woo. We've
0: all got plenty of arms to lose. Yeah, I don't want a repeat of that. But hey, you know what? Brumble's mantle isn't a thing anymore. They don't have that. And the shards were more about giving power now that was stored up from their last usage uh, against Pathox <laughs> slash patches. So even if they have a, sh- a Brumble shard, it wouldn't be about draining magic. So they've, they've got something in mind. Clearly, you have no idea what that is. But on the other hand, you know if they succeed, and then the fog gets turned off, and there's no more elven water fog, which might make things easier for you. I don't know how you plan on unbrainwashing, undrugging all of the earls. You've got other ideas. By all means, go for them. I mean. You just go down there and wreck shop and, you know, destroy all the, uh, what was it? You know, in their bedrooms, they all had that contraption, that like crystal device yeah. or whatever. That was, that was for the memories more than anything. That's how they shared memories. But the thing keeping them in Earl form is Elven Water. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, shutting so, down the. F-
1: yeah blow it the fuck up and let time handle it is that kind of where we're at like
2: (laughs) no i mean no like we don't need to shut down the bulb to turn off the fog right we just need to figure out how to turn off the fog
1: well i think that's the first step but i mean like there's also you know i don't know i just i'm i can't i'm having a hard hard time wrapping my head around it
2: I really am, too. It seemed so simple when we were coming down here, and now all I'm thinking is, like, I don't know what the hell to do. (laughs) It seems so simple. Like, go, find the earls, fix it, and then
0: it's good. Well, I think the problem there is that your step was just fix it. There's not, like, a fix it button. The question is, how do you fix it? Is it by turning off the fog? Is it by kidnapping an earl and holding him hostage until you can, like, have everything wear off? Maybe we
2: should kidnap an earl.
1: Yeah, because I just I don't understand. Like, if it's if it's just the elven water, then yes, conceptually, if we destroy the elven water, then they should all go back to normal eventually. But I'm also concerned that like. At this point, it's been so long. What sort of permanent mental damage has been done to them, right? Like, and mm-hmm. even if you eliminate the Elven Waters effect on the shape shifting, you still have to deal with the brainwashing, magic, mind meld shit that was done to them. Mm-hmm. Because just because they don't look like Earl anymore doesn't mean they're not going to think that they're Earl.
0: And in terms of, you know, long term mental effects of this you're seeing part of it already just like glimpses of it in how they are running the city you know part of that is being separated from the real Earl part of that potentially just from them being forced to do this for so long and without that stabilizing Earl au naturel presence
1: and <laughs> you know, things get a
0: little weird but how much will they fight against the truth of who they are is a concern and I wasn't going to raise it up on my own, but since Chris is going to say it, since Finnegan might be thinking it, yeah, definitely, yeah, it's something to consider. What do you do when you take a large group of people and all of a sudden tell them you're not actually who you think you are?
1: And I think that the solution is we have to figure out how they were brainwashed and how we reverse it. Because you can't just tell them because they're never going to believe you.
2: So we have to go down there.
1: I mean, I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's a two-part solution. Part one is what these guys are suggesting, yes, because it's going to it's gonna stop the elven water from affecting them, but you got to free their minds, too.
2: Okay. hmm Okay, well, then at least we have a heading. Oops, oh, sorry, go ahead, Nate. I was just thinking we might be able to abuse the memory sharing. If we could free one, plug them in.
1: Oh, that's actually a really good idea.
0: Mm. Mm. Ooh, that is very fun, Nate.
2: Yeah, that's it's not terrible. And then
1: at least, yeah, conceptually, I think it could help.
0: Okay, okay. These are all lots of fun ideas. I think Kondivis leans forward. He's sitting down on a stone right now. Bit of rubble. Leans forward, elbow on knee, chin on hand. So, it doesn't sound like we're at odds. I gotta know, do you want to join us or not? We can offer assistance, and can take you to meet the boss, but if you're going to go out on your own, that's fine. You just can't tell anybody about what you saw and what you heard down here.
1: I think at this point, Finnegan's going to speak, and he's going to say, Oi, no, I'm not an expert at what's going on in this area. In fact, I just barely learned about it days ago. But if my understanding of magics and biology, uh, and believe me, this is stretching them to the limits, but if my understanding is correct, then I believe your goals and our goals coincide. And to free the changelings, we are going to have to assist you, but we're going to need more than just the water to stop affecting them. My understanding, based on what Arliss and Darwin have told me, is that there is an intensive amount of mental manipulation that is going on with these poor people. And if you want to free them and and thus your entire town, um, it's going to take more than just letting the water run out. So I I know I would like to meet your your leader and see how he might offer, or they, they might offer, to assist us so that we can assist you in ultimately freeing this town from... The influence of the water.
0: Mm-hmm. Darwin, Arnis, what are your thoughts here? You want to meet the man in charge of this group? Yeah, I, I do. Can. Do you want to join this group? Yep.
2: I, def- I definitely want to meet the man in charge, or the person in charge. But uh, our purposes seem to be aligned. So after Finn stops talking, I just kind of go, yeah. <laughs> like, nod. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yep, same. All right. All right. Question for you then, is this you agreeing to join them, or is this, we need to meet your boss first, and then we'll decide if we're joining you?
2: Oh no, we're going to join them.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: As far as I can tell, somebody can t- t- tell me I'm wrong. Nope, yeah, no, I'm going to join.
0: Okay. Well, if you want to join, cool. this says, well, it may just be an entry-level, stationary level, but welcome to the Antidians then. I'll take you to meet the boss. He motions over to Nadia, who follows in. He motions to you and like, come on, let's go. All right. Condivis will lead you through this level up to another destroyed building that kind of ramps, the rubble ramps up and leads up to the 12th level. Y'all okay to do a little bit of hiking here? Mm. It's easy enough. He just wants to make sure.
1: Oy. Sure. Oh, yeah.
0: All right. Follow me. Condivus picks his way through the rubble, climbing up. Nadia follows behind you all. And then you get up to the 12th level. It's similar to the floor below, lots of rubble. Some holes in the ground here. There are some holes in the ceiling here going up to the 13th level, but there are fewer easy ramps up. You'll probably find a way, but it'll be much more difficult. Some of that 13th floor rubble fell all the way down to the 11th. So a little less of it up here on the 12th. And he walks you through, and there's there's some people staying up here in rough tents, little fires cooking food, nothing spectacular. This is still where the people who are suffering the worst of it, you know, where the homeless of the city would be, where the vagrants might be. Certainly any sort of, like, black market type stuff is probably happening on this level or the one below you. So if you need anything illegal done, this might be a place to do it. But Condivas will lead you through until you get to a building which is mostly intact. It's about three stories tall. Some broken-out windows, but mostly good condition. He leads you inside, and on this level, it's kitchen, sitting room, a bunch of papers everywhere. It's kind of a mess. And he leads you upstairs, and on the second level, this is this is a lab of some sort. Darwin and Ernest, this does not look like Perla's workshop that you saw down below on the ground floor of Earl. This is different. It's, one, it's nowhere near as well-organized. It's all a little bit of slapdash. But it's definitely a lab. And on the tables and on the shelves on the walls, there are these jars. Mm, At least a gallon. Some bigger, some a little smaller maybe. But they're all roughly about that size. Uh, Taller, wider. Just a bunch of these jars lining the walls on the table. And they're all filled with this dark, Inky black liquid. Pitch black. Can't see anything inside of it. So you can't tell is it just the liquid that's important or is there something else inside that's important? And behind the table, working away, hands stained black, black smudges on his face, is this older looking guy. 50s, 60s. Long hair, graying, pulled back in a ponytail. And he looks up. <sighs> Condivis. Have you brought me some new members, then? And he's looking at the three of you for confirmation.
2: I just nod.
0: Finn, Darvin. Also nodding? Yeah. Or words?
2: Mm.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, Finn, this is definitely some kind of alchemy-type stuff going on.
1: Do I want to see if I recognize anything beyond the description that you gave us.
0: Sure, you can roll Investigation or Arcana.
1: Oh, that's a 28. On which? arcana
0: ah okay can you recognize any of this stuff oh boy that's a tough question to answer because you because you can't see what's in the jars but looking around you can tell that whatever this black inky stuff is and the fact like you know he's got it on his hands and on his face and and you can kind of see on the notes and stuff you can't make out exactly what it's doing or like what he's doing but it's more of a like a holding liquid. It's certainly meant to contain whatever's inside of it. To preserve it, in a sense, before whatever use he's going to have for it. As far as do you recognize what that might be? What that purpose might be? No. He's kind of gone off on a new trail. There's a lot of unknowns that you're seeing there. Like, I've not seen those markings before together. And the magic in here... You don't have to detect magic active, but, you know, it's... Not quite what you're used to, coming from the wizard background and the animal-taming background. He's off on something very different.
1: Hmm. I think I'm... You've I'm seen crackpots
0: him... before. He's a bit of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. going to give him that look like, you're a little on the outskirts, buddy. And I'm going to say, aye, for now.
0: Ah. Well then, welcome aboard. My name's Antidious. This is my lab. Condivis here is my lieutenant, and we are working to make Earl a better place. And I'm guessing since Condivus brought you here, you'd like to help.
1: Uh, Our our goals align in that and a few other ways. Um, I'm terribly curious. What are you doing in here?
0: I'm just going to dive into it. (laughs) Mm, Curious and direct. Well... One of the major problems with the city is how much Earl, Earl, the Earls have let magic run a little bit wild in here. One, well, not the only issues, of course, but a lot has changed in the past several years between the Withering, what and Olwenir's absence. Well, we've been looking for solutions, but no matter which path we look at, no matter which road we try to map, it all starts at the same place, and that is ending the cities and the earls specifically, ending the reliance on this column here running throughout the city. It's not all bad, but it is being overused and misused. So, step one is well, I don't know if turning off, depowering, draining uh, would be the right term for it. That's step one. But before step one, of course, comes step zero. And step zero is just being able to do that and preparing for that. And that's what I'm doing here. Condibus and the others share my views and are all willing to do what it takes to see this come to fruition. And if you've come to join us, then welcome. I'm sure there's much that we can do for each other.
1: I I definitely believe we're going to be helping you along our path. Uh... What do you know of the arrows? Well, they're not
0: quite right. Uh, and they've been getting worse with time.
1: Have you ever been able to actually uh, directly interact or study one of them?
0: Hmm. No. No, 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 no. Have you?
1: No, but I'm thinking that's the first step for what I must do next.
0: Puts his hands on the table, leans forward. Do you mean to dissect one of them?
1: Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay in that extreme.
0: It's a bit much.
1: <laughs> I'm glad we're both on the same page with that one. No, uh, how do I make this make sense to you? The earls, they're not elves.
0: Well, five years ago, I said you could have fooled me. But when the withering came through and they seemed unaffected, his suspicions were raised.
1: Aye, you, you are an intelligent man. You see, I lead with that because the second step... In a break in this news, Tuya is explaining to you that they're actually... They're changelings who've been manipulated through the use of the elven water to take on the appearance of Aral Earl.
0: hmm Well then, you must have just as much interest in shutting down this column as I do.
1: It is looking more and more like that is the best... Or a part of the best answer that we can come up with for the situation. But there's more to their manipulation, and that is what concerns me. As a learned man yourself, let me run some thoughts by you. You see, there is a way that their minds are connected, and it's part of how they're made to believe that they are the earls. So whatever sort of magic and brainwashing and potions, alchemy, whatever it is that's doing it, it must be undone to free the changeling within. Because I fear that even if we were just to free them from the elven water and their transformation, that their their minds are still so mm-hmm. corrupted that they would not understand or believe that they are who they are.
0: That's a fair point. Mind is our greatest weapon. By that very same logic, it's our greatest weakness, should it be compromised. Hmm. I certainly have ways to assist in that. Not quite there yet. Well... We're there. Not quite enough yet. Soon, as he looks around the room, looks at the jars. Soon.
2: I'm sorry. I'm just going to jump into the middle of your conversation here because I feel that somebody who has actually dealt with the same kind of magic that's running the column should jump in and say that if you mess with what is going on in the column... You run a really high risk of it exploding and destroying all of it. Like, all of Earl.
0: Well, we'll just have to make sure that doesn't happen.
2: I, I mean, you better be real sure, because <laughs> any interaction I've had with these things, they tend to explode. Arms have been lost.
0: Uh, well... If a lost arm is the worst of it, then... I think we'll be fine.
2: It's certainly... There's... Not.
0: More where those came from, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> you heard what happened in Vermilion. Of course. That was a bulb. Like what's at the bottom of Earl.
0: Mmm. Why'd well, wager that took more than an arm, then? I like this guy.
2: Yes. <laughs> you... <laughs>
0: Well, sir, are, you, are you saying this to dissuade us or merely to caution us?
2: To severely caution you. You're gambling with the lives of every single person in this city. So be 100% sure you know what you're doing.
0: Duly noted. I'm so sorry. Uh, where are my members? If you're all to be joining us. If you're all to be joining the Antidians. I would love an introduction. Can I get your names?
1: Yeah, Finnegan steps forward, holds out his hand in a very
0: typical and traditional
1: greeting, and says, "Oi, that name is Finnegan Tempest."
0: Wonderful to meet you, Finnegan. And he'll extend a hand to shake. As you pull uh, your hand back, you've got a little bit of that black inkyness on your hands. It's not wet; it's more just like stain right now. It'll wash yeah. off eventually. It's just mild transfer. Yep. But if that was your way of like sneaking a little bit for a simple, you know That's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you got a little bit of there on your hands. Just don't wash your hands. It's all good. Uh, Mr. Tempest, and who's your friend there? Looking down at right. Cyril.
1: Her name is Cyrelius. You call her Cyril. She's a good girl. She trained her well. She's good in a in a fight and not too bad in a tunnel. <laughs>
0: Well, depending on how things go, we may have a little bit of both. A little small for a drake, though. Is she young?
1: I, um, if you if you take a, a quick notice, she's got a few tricks up her sleeve. From one learned man to another, I'll let you figure that one out on your own. Bit of a riddle for you.
0: Ah, clearly, because I do not see any sleeves. Unless she's got some formal wear in your pack.
1: I know, but she is wearing something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, she
1: and that's kind of wow I leave it. And I step back. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he smiles and nods. He turns to Darwin and Arnis. He wants to know who you are, Oscar. <laughs> Still Oscar, huh? Yep. Ah, just Oscar then, is it? Just Oscar. That's fine, Oscar. We don't all need the names that our families left us. I see you've got a little friend there with you. Motioning to Risto's, Yeah. Uh, more of a co-worker, really, but yeah, sure, we're friends, if you want. <laughs> Just here to see that uh, Oscar here and the rest uh, get their studies in. Smiles Riley. Arnus.
2: And I'll step forward, extend a hand much like Finn did, but without the ulterior motive, because <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. And just say, I'm Arnest I'm Grey. Nice to meet you.
1: Hmm.
0: He'll shake your hand. You get a little bit black on your hands as well. A little bit of inky substance. And wash it off. You'll be fine. That's not going to stain. It's a pleasure to meet all of you. Just a moment. He's looking around. And he spots a little, little stack of drawers over there on the side. Ah, just a moment. He opens it up and he fiddles around. And he pulls out three rings. Pretty simple rings. Kind of a tarnished silvery color. And inset into the, into the ring, into the band itself, is an inky black stone. Very much like the liquid in all the jars. And he hands these out. One for each of you. Well, if you're, if you're to be joining us, and to be assisting us, you'll need these. Oh, don't worry, they're more symbolic than anything. Gonna, they're not going to cause your fingers to fall off. Not really magical in any sense, other than, well, he hands one to each of you. You can wear these round. it'll help you get through, at least here, with the Antidians. Kind of just like a bit, be- like a symbol, really. Got it. Are you putting them on?
1: Take mine, and I put it on my. Uh... <laughs> I'm put it on the finger right next to my ring of spell storing. Like, Ooh. I think I wear my ring of spell storing on my left-hand middle finger, and I think I just put that on my, like, pointer finger on the left hand.
0: you got a ring hand now. It's official.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wizards tend to do
0: that. They tend to wear a lot of magical rings and things. Aranus, Darvin, you putting your rings on? Sure.
2: Okay. Yeah, as I do, I want to ask, and, and tedious, um... How did you come to be leading this band of people?
0: (sighs) Turns out sometimes all you need to be a leader is to be the man with the plan and the ambition to see it out. I had my plan and I had my ambition. These people saw it and they wanted to join. I was more than welcome for the assistance.
2: Well, can you clue me in then? Like, I understand the broad contours of what you're going to do, but like, what... Exactly, is the plan?
0: Hmm. <laughs> oh man, what exactly is the plan? That's that's a good question. I'm just curious how upfront he's going to be about everything. Um, I think he'll be pretty open and honest. <clears throat> right, he rests his hand on top of one of the jars there on the table. This one's a little bit shorter, a little bit more squat. He rests his hand on the top, kind of rocks the jar a little bit. Well, the plan is fairly simple. Once we have enough, rocks the jar back and forth a little bit, it'll be distributed to everybody in the group. And then, together, we head over to the call. Head over to one of those cracks in it. And we pull the magic out. Until there's not enough to do whatever it is the Earl is doing with it. Whether that's fog, lighting, or playground, or some such frivolous nonsense. Once that's done, we confront the Earl, we ask him, <laughs> we ask him, <sighs> we ask him to put aside that frivolity and see to making Earl what it once was. To not rely on the magic, hole ear, and we'll just rely on the people here. We can live our own lives, and if he wants to, if he wants to handle the books, if he wants to hand regulations and everything, that's fine. But, frankly, we're all a little bit tired living in this. Referring to the magic, like all the stuff that the column's doing, all the weird things the Earl's been doing over these past few years. I just want to get back to basics. It's in the jars. Ah, jars. This is my work. Since, oh few years now. See, when I originally started planning this all out, it was, you know, what tools can we get? What items can we get to go down there and handle this magic situation? And the problem always was, in theory anyways, not in practice, but if we tried to get into the greenhouse itself, obviously we searched, you know, magic items could be confiscated. And if we try to use them on the column itself, Unsure of how long they would last. Or worse yet, somebody confiscates everything. And the answer was just staring me in the face the whole time. It was like looking into a mirror. Rather than rely on magic items. Baubles. Rings, even. Motions to the ones that you all just put on. Not that they're magical, but just like, hey, you know, you could rely on a ring, but that's an object. It's capable of being lost and stolen. The answer, of course, is to... Have the magic inside of us. Whatever it may be. And these are... Replacements. Manner of speaking. A different thing. Hands. Eyes. Simple procedure. Place one with the other.
2: Let me see one. Now.
0: Oh, sure. <laughs> ah, very eager, I take it. Do, do you care which? No. <laughs> okay Good. what's going to be in this jar which I do, Which body part is going to be in this jar you know they're not all external some of it could be internal it could just be like a little implant that you swallow it could be a heart, it could be a spleen, it could be a tongue but I think for simplicity's sake you know, he reaches into this jar partway up the forearm and he pulls out an eye it's all covered in this black, inky liquid. It's a little bit viscous as he pulls it out, and it's not, it's not quite water-like. It's not quite gel-like. It's mm-hmm. somewhere in between. And he holds it out for you.
2: Does it look like a normal eye?
0: I, I mean, it, it looks like an eyeball covered in black and inky, viscous fluid.
2: If
1: Arnus isn't going to take it, I'm going to take it, and I'm going to start looking at that thing because I am fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> this is new... <laughs> Concept magic tech. This is cool. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, so as he's doing that, I guess... Where'd you get the body parts?
0: Uh, uh. (laughs) Oh, they're not all from people. Some of them are just crafted wholesale. Around here, motions around the lab. Sometimes we've resorted to using natural materials, so to speak. This is a large city. The Withering has had an impact, certainly. And not everybody survived. And old age. Uh, Of course, there's the Temple of Corum. People who seek them out are often willing to donate. If you think that we are jumping people in alleyways, you're quite mistaken, I assure you.
1: Is there any way to tell from this eyeball that I'm holding, what it might do.
0: Oh. Finnegan, please roll some Arcana here as you're looking at this eye.
1: The 17. Okay.
0: If you want any more than this, you'll have to use, like, detect magic or mm-hmm. look at his notes or have a nice long conversation with Antidious. As you're looking at this eye, as you're going over this eye, and the viscous fluid is getting on your hands. Some of the staining will be a little bit deeper now, unfortunately. You know, like, wiping away some of this biscuit fluid. And underneath it, it's just pitch black. It's still just dark, 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 dark. Almost matte. Just a flat black. And what is it going to do? It's going to pull magic. To what end or to where is difficult to tell right now. But I think you've been with... You've had the Ring of Spell Confiscation for a while now. And you know what that pull feels like. And... You get the sense this will be different, but you're not sure how. But yeah, it, it will pull magic. Got
1: it. I, um, I hand it back over to him. Ah.
0: He takes it and he puts it back in the jar.
1: Oy, uh, this is a very new way of approaching creating magic items. With, uh, how did you ever figure it out?
0: <sighs> well, as I said, trial and error. Started with more mundane physical objects, inorganic. But as I said, organic replacement seems to be the go. Was started out with just me in the lab here, working tirelessly, trying to find some way to suppress or otherwise deal with the mass. Suppression only gets you so far. Yes, if you have several hours or days even to spend, be more than happy to share. He's not trying to be vague about it. he's like, yeah, this really was trial and error. Got it. I don't know if he started with anything in particular. He might have started with basic just counter magic spells or dispel magic spells and worked from there. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, well, there's... There's a lot to be said for things like dispel counter spell. Of course, they're all impermanent. They're all very particular about what they do. I needed something more broad, more general. Perhaps could do both. I don't know. Haven't tried to counter anything. But more about flowing, moving magic.
1: I think also as I'm realizing what this magic does, I move the ring that has that little bit of blacky (laughs) inky stuff in it from the finger next to my ridiculously awesome powerful ring to the opposite hand.
0: (laughs) And Tidious giggles a little bit. And Tidius chuckles a little bit. <laughs> don't worry, as I said, the rings are symbolic. I may have used a little bit of magic to help craft color them. You don't have to worry.
2: When you pull magic with these items, <laughs> where does it go?
0: Mm, that's a good question. That is a very, very good question. <sighs> it goes away. Haven't found a way to redirect it or get it back. Hasn't been my main concern.
2: But not into the item? Do you mean like? Like not into the eyeball, for example.
0: So do you mean like a battery, like to be drawn back out again? Or do you just mean like it goes in and then poofs?
2: So I'm I'm thinking about what happened to Veil vale previously. Mm hmm. Mm hmm yeah
0: well, Brumble's mantle was definitely more of a pull magic out and store magic like battery type thing. that's that's what its purpose was. The original Brumble's mantle way way, way way back. before it was the sphere, before it was the stone. you know it was a living plant thing, and it would feed on magic and it would use that contained that magic.: And Antidius looks at you and says, "No, it just goes away goes somewhere. It goes away. I assume it goes somewhere.
2: Things are... Alright. All of that information makes this less concerning, but...
0: Okay. So, I realize the eye might be a bit extreme, but if any of you have a request, there, can certainly accommodate you. hey okay. Which is my way of saying Antidius is more than happy to give you something internal that can't be seen, or something external. Bit more flashy. Do you want a new leg? Do you want a new arm? Just a hand? Just a toe?
2: I, I don't know. the The whole thing is exceedingly freaky, to me. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna ask you, Antidius. The same thing that we asked your compatriots. Without the magic, how is the city going to function?
0: People of this city are stronger than they give themselves credit. It'll be an adjustment, surely, but the lack of magic is not going to be the end of Ur.
2: Except that there was never an absence of magic here, even when you're talking about the quote-unquote good old days. Magic was still running this city. It was keeping you warm underneath all the snow. It was powering the lights. If you take it away without a plan for what to do instead, you're dooming. This city.
0: There are torches for light. People. Still no magic. The Rising Path is still here. The Alchemist Guild. The Servitors are here. Clerics Guild. Between the two of them, there's plenty of ways to make light magical means. And outside of that, the Silver Purse can always bring in new equipment if need be. It's not that we want the city free of magic entirely. It's just we don't want it to be... The point of the city. It doesn't need to be the beating heart of the city. I'm not suggesting we huddle together for warmth, but there
2: are other ways. But that's what you're going to force everybody to do, initially. Look, I'm not saying that you're wrong. Because you're not. What's happening here is extreme. And I get that. But the answer is not to swing the pendulum completely the other direction. Take it from somebody who knows. (laughs) <laughs> it's dangerous to do that, especially if you don't have a plan for what to do on the other side of the grand gesture. Because it's one thing to topple a system, but you've got to have a plan for how to replace it.
0: Hmm. It's fair enough, Ars. But nonetheless, our work must continue here. I do not believe that we'll be entirely without direction. There will be adjustment regardless. If Earl Earl is no longer in charge, as you all seem to be planning for, in that particular case, what was your plan for after? We
2: needed more information about what was actually happening to them, and whether or not it could be reversed before we could create a plan.
0: And do you think it can be reversed?
2: We still don't know.
0: Well, if our means are successful, that will make your task much easier. Not easy, just easier. You now I don't imagine change will be easy, but yes, we should be mindful of what happens next. <sighs> All right. So as Antidius is in thought here, what are the three of you thinking? What is going on here with the three of you? Antidius has offered you a magical transplant of some sort.
2: Mm-mm. He's willing
0: to help you. <laughs> You're willing to help him.
2: Dude's a madman. <laughs> He's a little, I'm not saying I'd
1: call him a madman. He's been pushed to extremes by the situation that he's in. I think any one of us could have easily been just like him if we had never left Earl. Hmm.
2: Fair. You want to say that again without yawning though?
1: I'm not signing up for an implant. Thank you, though.
2: No, same.
0: Ugh. That's 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 a shame. Darwin, would you like an implant or a mm. replacement of any sort? Probably not. Okay. It'd probably go the easiest Maybe. you.
2: The
1: <laughs> the nigh wizard over here is not signing up for an anti-magic implant. That ain't happening.
0: <sighs> oh, no, why not? It, it, it grows your toolbox.
2: I'm just glad it wasn't sparkly. I was very worried. I was
0: very worried. Did you say you were sad?
2: No, I'm glad it wasn't. Ah. That's why I flipped out there in the middle, because I was like, wait a minute.
1: (laughs) Okay, I don't honestly know what the next step is.
0: Well, Antidious says, I have still a few more days to finish preparing the final samples for transplant. And then we will begin. Then we'll begin the procedures. You get them in the hands and various other body parts of, of our group. I'm not going to force you to take it. One of these, of course. It's a commitment, to be sure. And right now, you could end your commitment by removing a ring instead of removing a hand. Much simpler. I do hope that you stay with us and support our cause. You certainly don't have to take one of these in order to show me. That you're following our cause. I will say it'll be much more difficult without one of these. Unless you don't want to be here when we begin our work on the column. If you're going to be with the Earls, you can be with the Earls. If you want to be with us, I would certainly say this would make it easier. Unless you have alternative methods of draining that column. I'm
1: concerned about where the magic goes. Not going to Go deep into
0: that right now. Are you going to tell him that, or is that just Finn's thoughts?
1: No, that's just Finn's thoughts.
0: Okay. I just kind of want to know what people intend to do as far as being, like, probationary members of the Antidians go.
1: I'm picking, we got a couple of days at this point to try and figure out the Earl situation. And by Earl, I mean Earl Earl, not City of Earl. And we Mm -hmm. try to get that done... Between now and when they move, so that we have a better understanding of whether we want to let them just do what they're going to do or try to guide them more on a lesser or alternative route.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And says, Well, if you do want one of these, motions to the jars around the room, just come visit me whenever you like. You come by yourself, come all together. Doesn't make much of a difference. In a few days, we'll begin the process. And once everybody is ready, we'll begin our work on the call. Until then, it's best not to talk about this with anyone outside of our group. And if you are going down to the greenhouse to go confront the Earls, then good luck. Anybody have anything else for Enidius? Nope. Nope. One thing. Sure. Before
2: you start sucking magic out of that thing, you really should try to figure out where it goes. Because it's a lot of power to be transferred you know not where. That's it.
0: Alright. He nods and says, well, thank you for joining us. Kondivus can help you back out wherever it is you're off to. I should be getting back to work. And he does. He's going to turn and he's going to go back to his alchemist creating these items preparing for the big day when they intend to dismantle, disable, depower column an and Kandivas will show you he'll lead you back down to the 11th level back down to his little group where they were planning for the most part now they are just they're just chatting through a lot of topic stuff you know, family, has kids how many earls have you seen today you know, that type of stuff, just trying to keep an eye on situations, and keeping it light, keeping it loose. I guess, just an off topic question is where are you going next? Is it still a plan to kidnap an Earl, or is it we're going down to the greenhouse?
2: I honestly don't know. I kind of vote kidnap an Earl.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. That's my next step.
0: I do love Darvin's plan of oh, okay, let's unbrainwash an Earl and then plug him in.
1: Yeah i think that's the the next step it's let's get us in our, let's see if we can get it unbrainwashed back to its natural state and then plug it into the system and see what happens
0: okay condivis hmm. leads you back to his group and they're all chatting and his group give you like a little wave a little head nod or whatever just like hey good to see you and condivis says well we're not here all the time, obviously. It might be a little bit too conspicuous. Even here, there could be eyes. But if you want to help out with head motions over towards the column, you'll be back here in a couple of days. If not, good luck with the Earls. We'll be seeing you. And as you head back to the door, to leave this level, head back to another part of the city. Ristos is... Certainly intrigued by all this talk of kidnapping a an girl, and you know, doing some like forced detox, basically, I mean, strap him to a chair, get him back to who they were, more gently. You know, he doesn't know how this works any more than probably you do, but he's very intrigued by this notion. Like, oh, we're kidnapping a royal, even if it's not a real royal, that's still how they are perceived by everybody. And that's certainly how they perceive themselves, as being the Earl in charge, the Earl's in charge. I gotta say, Darvin, this is an intriguing plan. I love where your head's at. Are you sure Kate didn't help you out with this one? Possibly. <laughs> well, it's very creative thinking. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm all for it. I can't do much kidnapping myself. Earl's a bit bigger than I am, but I'll certainly be there to help out if you need me. Question, though. We kidnap an Earl. Where are we taking him? I don't know if you've looked around much or not, but outside of here, like these floors, not really anywhere that's outside a public view. Just something to think about. Step one is kidnapping Earl, though, all right? Let's go find one. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 Governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a 5-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyranpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.